Hey everyone, this is Mel from the But Seriously Who Knew podcast, where I have conversations, hear stories and gain wisdom from incredible human beings, because every day is a school day and I just love to learn. But be warned, there may be a touch of swearing. Yeah, don't know what to say now. <laughs> Hi Lauren. Hi. Welcome to the podcast. Hi. How are you doing? I'm good, how are you? Good, good. Um, so tell us a bit about yourself. Introduce yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing like you don't know who I am. I know. Um, I'm Lauren. I... Oh, I don't know what to say about myself. What do you want to know? <laughs> How amazing your mother is? No? No. No. She's looking at me with disgust now. What you do? How old you are? Okay. I am... I'm 31. I am a business coach, which effectively just means that I help people start and grow their businesses, usually service businesses rather than products. Um, Yeah. That's about it, to be honest. It's very interesting. Thank you very much. And goodbye. (laughs) So, So I got you on here because you don't sell in life you've changed that sounded like you don't sell in life and I went like that's literally what I do do I do do I do do <laughs> sorry I don't settle in life yes you don't settle in life as in you've had quite a few jobs careers <laughs> <laughs> literally loads um and you want to be happy in life and it's quite an ab- admirable thing because people do just go about not being happy in life quite a lot because that's what you're meant to do. So I just wanted to get you on here and talk about it a bit and see what gave you the courage to do it, etc. And what made you change and what you've done in the past that's led you to this, really. I think I just... I don't know. I feel like people, generally speaking, are getting a lot more happy like or wanting to be happy I should say Mm -hmm. I think people are focusing on that more and I think I just couldn't I don't know I was constantly trying to find something that and because obviously like I've always struggled with other stuff as well like anxiety and depression and things I think it's been more of a focus because it's more of a stark difference than just Hmm. it's not like I feel okay I've either felt really crap or good and so it's been like when I feel I don't know I guess I just notice it more when I don't feel okay and so it's been trying to find something where I don't feel rubbish every day I think I think being happy and being like having a nice time is just a priority because I feel like there's been so long where I haven't right and contributed to by being in a job you don't want to be in or a relationship you don't want to be in or yeah I think that's part of it I think obviously there's there's well with any mental health it's that's a separate thing mm. but I think yeah I think when I left teaching especially which was the last job I did I was so unhappy and it gets I guess I, I think I get I'm probably I think I'm quite an extreme person generally speaking mm-hmm. and like it wasn't just I was unhappy I was like severely unhappy that was struggling every single day and I think by the time I left even though it hadn't been that long 
I was at a point where it was like, I actually, like, I can't do this anymore. Mm. So it kind of took the choice away from me a bit. Yeah. Yeah, no, and I, and I understand that. So what made you go into this role then? Why why did you think this would be right for you? And why do you feel it is? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I knew I didn't want to be a teacher anymore. And I, I remember coming across this Facebook group. Um, it was run by somebody called Zoe. It's called Thrive After Teaching. And she basically on her website, she had this section where it was like different jobs that teachers could do in the sense that they're like transferable skills, I guess. Mm -hmm. And at the bottom, and it had all these jobs and I can't remember what they were, but it would have had like tutoring and copywriting and things kind of along those lines, I'm sure. And then at the bottom it said, or you could do what I do and I'm a coach. And I'd not, I didn't know what that was. I'm still not sure I know what it is, to be honest. It's not a common common word in the UK, is it? It really is. It's more of a, an American phrase or job that's known as at the moment. Yeah, probably more so over there. I think I, um, yeah, so I clicked on it anyway. And there was this company that does like coaching certification, which you don't need. You don't have to have a certification. Um but there was this, yeah, this thing, and I didn't know what it was. And this this company did a free 10-day challenge or something that I signed up to, and I did it. And then I'd kind of got it in my head, really, mm. and thought, it's a, it's a way out. And it felt very random, and it felt very disjointed, and it still does in a lot of ways, like... And there is that thing of, like, you've done so many different jobs in Rura, but it's, it's, it's funny now because it all seems to link... Now, mm. when I look at everything else I've done before, I do still teach. I do still, I've got an events management degree. I still do events in different ways. I still, I had a, a, a YouTube channel when I was at uni. I still make videos. I still, mm. it's weird. Like everything feels like it's not really disjointed, even and though. come full circle type thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Even though they feel like completely, completely separate things. Yeah. Yeah. So what's your favourite part? of the role what do you feel like you really get out of it I think I enjoy it's weird because I think I enjoy talking and connecting with people and helping people but I don't think the helping people is like the biggest focus for me which <laughs> you shouldn't say it's not the thing that you should say and I, I said I said this to a client the other day because it's it's like a nice byproduct, but actually for me, it is more so about the fact that I'm just having a good time. Right. Um, and I just, I like that it's, I can do what I want. I like that I get to work wherever I want and be flexible in times of taking time off and things like that. Um. And I like talking, like I'm a talker. I like giving mm. advice. I like doing things like that. And so I, I get you want that. It or not. Yeah, but I get I get <laughs> that out of it because yeah. I'm just doing that all day, every day. And it's just a byproduct that people find that helpful. Yeah. And I, I love that that happens. But I think a lot of people go into coaching because they really want to help other people. But that wasn't my main focus. I really want to help myself, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, but, but then that's not a selfish thing, is it? Because by helping yourself, then you naturally can do good elsewhere. 
Yeah, I think it's it's I had a conversation actually about this not long ago with someone because um they were saying that they're struggling to stay motivated because their goals are so big that they're so far away. Right. And this person in particular, her job is um her goal, sorry, is to match her salary and quit her job. But she's currently um she's currently not had a client she's at the very very beginning stages and she was like I'm really struggling to stay motivated in like posting and promoting my business and all of that stuff and I I said to her her I was like because you're working towards this thing and it's not that you're you're effectively every single day that you don't reach it which is every day for the foreseeable future because you're it's such a big gap yeah every day that you're not reaching it you're failing every single day you're every single day you're like I've not met that goal again I've not met that goal again I've not met that goal again and you've not it's it, I know it's a cliche but it's that thing isn't it of enjoying the journey as well as mm. the destination and all of that and it's such a long way away whereas and I have those bigger goals as well I'd like to buy another house and mm. do other there are other stuff that I would like to do and they are still goals but for me I've like set it as a goal to just do something that I find fun every day mm. in the business. And I think there are times when you don't feel motivated. And of course there are in any job, but actually to be honest, 95% of the time, if not more, I do feel motivated, but I think it's because I know that I'm going to enjoy myself. Yeah. And that's because that's what's important to me because I haven't always felt like that. I haven't always felt happy, had fun. But for her, when we spoke about it, for her, it was she needs to feel like she's helping somebody every day and that will keep her motivated. So it's like, even if it's if it's a client, if it's through content, if it's through, like it can be in so many different ways, through talking to somebody in the DMs, like having a private conversation with someone, like whatever it is, that's fine. But if she feels like she's helping somebody every day, that will keep her motivated because she's she's reaching her goal every day. And then eventually, day. hopefully reach her ultimate goal. Yeah, because it's still edging you forward yeah, towards yeah. it because it's keeping you going. Yeah. And otherwise, you because starting a business is never going to be. Um, yes, it means that like, in terms of like income and thing, and terms of days off and things like, it does ultimately mean that you could have more of that than you could in a standard job. But it's not the easiest route to make the most money. No, so you have to have other things there. Otherwise, like that's why people don't. That's why people don't stay in business it's mm. really really hard well it is hard to motivate yourself it's being self-employed isn't it it's getting up every day and going right okay i've got to do the same shit and i might not get anything out of it and i still might not have a client by the end of the day or next week or the month after and the thing is as well with what we do and i have said it before but it's that it's the it's so obviously like stark when we're doing well and when we're not because with a service when you're providing a service to somebody which we which the people i work with we are tend to be doing it's you either have a client or you don't yeah and so it's so obvious when you're not doing well because you're sat there with nobody to talk to in terms of clients whereas if you run any other type of business you might have employees you might have products you might have other things if you have a coffee shop you've got people walking in every day you've got people drinking coffee it doesn't mean that you're in profit no but nobody else can see that you're not in profit it looks like you're doing very very well whereas for us it is very much Plus having something more standard is understood more as well. And yeah. you come across quite a lot of people who don't understand what you're doing and don't yeah, don't give it the validation that it needs or the credit that it needs. 
Well, it's <clears throat> it's really hard because effectively we give advice and support, I guess. And it's really tricky because obviously that's something that you can get for free um, in certain areas. And I think that's where it's 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 we've had to like work on our boundaries as well in terms of like if somebody just asks me for a bit of advice it's like well I can but it is also what my business is Mm. so I have to like have a line there in Mm. terms of where I where I draw it and all of that is like brand new because it's brand new like the whole concept of it is brand new yeah so trying to figure it out as you go um but yeah it is weird because it is such a like an unknown thing um but it's also a massively growing thing, which, I mean, we've obviously spoken about, mm. that people are starting to know of it more. But also just, like, in terms of the possibilities of where it can go, it is actually ridiculous. Yeah. Well, um, and the coaching thing, like, we spoke about once before, didn't we, about um someone having a divorce coach. Mm. And, and the person who mentioned it had never heard of anything like it or didn't know what a coach was. And I said, well, that's what Lauren does, but in a different field. Um. I think the 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 easiest person I can say that's a coach is Anna Williamson off yes. Go Datum. Yeah. Because or even Paul Bronson, like they are coaches. Yeah. She calls herself a like a dating and relationship coach mm, or something along does. those lines. Um I don't know if Paul does call himself a coach, but she definitely does. And it is that it, it is, it's that kind of advice mm. and like practical tips, but also help with confidence. Um I think it changes what I do depending on who I work with based on what they need help with, but also where they are in a business mm. as to whether they need actual practical advice. Or I think the confidence thing is something that people need the whole time, whereas the practicalities people tend to learn. Yeah. So what's, what sort of people do you, you say service people, people who provide services. Yeah. What sort of thing do you mean? Um, other coaches, um, virtual assistants so basically people that are like pas but do it online yeah um again another big growing business hugely growing there was a woman that brought it over from america about seven or eight years ago um because she'd been on holiday and had seen people doing it and is kind of known as one of the the main founders of it here she was only 20 something when she came back um she's still in her 20s i believe um but it's yeah it's it makes a lot more sense for a business to have a virtual assistant because you don't have the overheads mm-hmm. and you can hire them for as little as five hours a week and you also don't have to pay tax right because they're freelance they're not employees right okay so it it's so it they cuts, deal with their own stuff it cuts a lot you don't have to pay sick pay mm. you don't have to it just it makes maternity all of that gets yeah, completely yeah. taken out um so yeah virtual assistants for them though it works nicely because they can work for multiple people mm. Um, I work with brand designers, website designers. Um, yeah, they're kind of like the main mm-hmm. ones, I guess. Just people that provide, I guess, either a surface, a service, or even something online. Because I guess brand designers, they do kind of, or even a website designer, they do kind of provide a product. Yeah, but yeah. not a physical product. Yeah. yeah, it's a different kind of thing, isn't it? So, is there anything about your job that you don't like? um the money can be stressful or lack of the lack of money (laughs) the idea of where money can come from can be stressful yeah especially 
in the past. It's not so much now. I've kind of, I have a baseline now that comes in. Mm. Um, but yeah, though, that's definitely a stressful part. That's definitely a part where you want to give up. You, you have to kind of get used to people saying no to you quite a lot or you advertising your services and not hearing anything because nine times out of 10, you hear nothing. Mm. And then every now and again, something happens. Um, just having that confidence, I think, and that trust that people will... It's all its all the brain stuff, the mindset stuff mm. around that people will be interested in what you have, the fact that you're good enough to provide what they want. And don't have to hit behind, hide behind a curtain every uh, curtain, a cushion every time you advertise something. Because yeah. you're worthy of doing it. Yeah, and it's yeah. big and we talk big we talk in big numbers in coaching. Like yeah. most of well, the thing that I'm advertising at the moment is two and a half grand, but that's on the lower yeah, the lower end of what I do. The next thing I'm planning on doing that's longer, it's five months, but it's five and a half grand. So it's ridiculous money. But I think People that have had coaches, myself included, can see the the value in having that support because you end up not necessarily always in that time frame, but you make back your investment mm. in the money eventually, but also maybe more in the immediate future, the the confidence and the skills that you learn and things so yeah. that you're able to go and make yeah. the money back. And people have people that are millionaires still have coaches. Yeah. And I think that's testament to the fact that they're important and they've got nothing necessarily to learn mm. it's just having somebody there yeah and like somebody a business advisor type it thing, kind of really. is yeah it's like a consultant yeah um but you don't have to it's not just coaches for that obviously like anna she's a dating coach um they're on mindset confidence anxiety mm. um so mm. many different types of coaches so it doesn't it quite often it's not a return on investment in the no. monetary sense because that's not why they're being hired. For me, it can be, but it... So is, it, it could be classed as a, a sort of a bit like therapy in a way. If it's a anxiety one or a mindset one, it's it's reworking how you think about things or giving you confidence and stuff. It is. There is a difference, and I'm going to get this wrong now because I don't coach in kind of, I guess, the traditional sense as standard because it's more practical advice, but there is a distinct difference between therapists basically therapists and therapists are in, and good coaches should be able to see the difference as to whether somebody needs a therapist or them right but a therapist effectively works back over the trauma and kind of leave like gets rid of it the coach they say they're more like um solution focused but it's basically almost like a plaster i guess okay. of how you can move forward right but not necessarily dealing with the actual problem. Right. But which some people help. don't need to or want to. And sometimes but need to move forward. They need the immediate release as yeah, well, yeah. I guess. But I think that's the kind of like distinct difference of right. coaches tend not to go into like trauma and difficult things. It's like, right, how can we make your anxiety more manageable going forward? Now, yeah. It's it's more that. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. But yes, it is very similar. Yeah. Um, just for people to understand what it's about more than anything really and it allows people to go into coaching without crazy crazy qualifications as well mm. um because of life experience type thing yeah and actually for me i would rather and again it depends what your situation is and like i've worked with both coaches and therapists for mental health as well 
both of which. But I think therapists, sometimes one of the barriers I have with working with therapists is that I don't feel like they get it. Mm. They can be as educated as they want, but it's all very well for them to tell me, go and do this thing when you feel anxious. And it's like, yeah, but you've never had a panic attack in your life. Yeah. Whereas for me, that's like a real thing for me now. So like, I'm actually having hypnotherapy at the moment for my anxiety. And she's a trained hypnotherapist. But I also love that this woman has anxiety. Yeah. Because it makes it... And it doesn't, it doesn't bother me that she still has anxiety in has hypnotherapy either. Because I think it just is realistic well you know there's not a magic there's not a magic key magic wand that's going to take it away you've had it forever not. and i like that when i'm talking like obviously everything is different so she can't necessarily re- like completely relate to everything i'm saying mm. but i know that in the bigger picture like my stupid things that i do she does stupid things as well yeah so you don't feel that judgment um and i have felt very patronized in the past so i guess that's where i would maybe be more inclined to go to a coach now but then I think I've also had therapists where I've worked through some of that past stuff Mm. so I think it can come to you in different stages of your life as well yeah it depends what you want out of it I suppose Mm. but no it's interesting to know the difference but just to clarify kind of what a coach is and what they can do and stuff yeah it's really just helping you move forward in whatever area you want to move forward yeah you can just get generalized life coaches but there's also life coaches in pretty much everything yeah and for me I've never worked with a general life coach I like to work with someone that is interested in anxiety or is interested Mm. in because I think they maybe then spend more time looking at that specific thing um but pretty much anything like you said divorce coach there's pretty much heartbreak coaches um sex coaches period coaches like there's pretty much um fertility pregnancy Mm. birth trauma like there is some seriously niche things um so anything basically that you are wanting to change more positively Mm. put more of a positive spin on i guess you could find a coach in that day yeah amazing so what are your biggest achievements, be it business or life or personal <laughs> big or question. proudest achievements? Um, I like to make you think. I don't know. I think this I think this is one. I think yeah. the business side is one. I think the fact that I'm still doing it. Yeah. And it's but it's but it's also growing. Yeah, massively. Um I think is really big. Um just the fact that it's starting to feel easier mm. is a really big thing for me. Um, and the fact I think that I took quite a crap time and turned it into this as well, I'm quite proud of because mm. I think it could have easily just carried on. And, you know, I was thinking about this the other day, actually, about how life was very hard at the time and there's there was a lot that was happening with um, miscarriage and things like that around the time I became a coach. And I was thinking about this the other day. I I think it actually has worked out for the best. Right. I think I'm kind of at a point where I, I can't picture my life with a child but teaching. Right. Yeah. That's the, And that would have been my reality because I would have never been able to afford to... No have left my job you'd have been on maternity leave and then gone back to work and yeah and so I think it it has kind of been a bit of a timing situation and I think once you're once you're 
further away from a situation you can look back mm. and it's hard because i'm still not out of the situation no, no. but i think I, I i am glad that i'm doing what i'm doing yeah so you can um, look on the positive side of it yeah i think other things i think i think i'm just in this i think a lot of it comes from where i'm at now but i think it's because i'm actively trying to not do better because it's not like i was doing bad but i'm actively trying to help the areas in my life that i want to help at the moment rather than just saying it (laughs) and putting up with it yeah i think that's that's been a big thing already this year um we're only in january good god what's gonna happen by the end of the year yeah i know (laughs) but even if it like if you look at the end of like the beginning of last year to the end of last year it's crazy different so i can't even yeah imagine um i think i'm just quite, i think i'm just quite proud of how life generally looks yeah. to be honest that's i'm good. happy with that's, how that's a big achievement isn't it yeah i think i'm I, there's obviously things i would really like to change and there are really big priorities to be able to change but i think generally speaking i'm happy and yeah again those things will come along at I some think, point hopefully i think ultimately that's everybody's biggest goal mm. even if it's money it's still because they think it's going to make them happier yeah yeah even if it's literally anything i think ultimately that that goes happiness back to is the happiness. main thing yeah yeah definitely it's just however we choose to get that thing or however we can get that thing yeah yeah definitely who inspires you are you, careful how you, are you, are you fishing <laughs> no it's my question it's actually on there i'm going to ask everybody this but yes, be careful how you answer it. No, <laughs> I mean I mean it genuinely. Who inspires you? I don't know. I think I think you are an answer in the sense of doing. We've obviously spoken about this before, just in terms of not my stomach's rumbling. If you can hear that, um, of not settling. Mm-hmm. I think I've learned that from you because you have been just as flaky as me and I. <laughs> Um, and bounced around a bit in later life than me, but yeah. then that's because you did have children, yeah, and things. I wonder if I would have if yeah, I'd have had a baby a couple of years ago, whether or not that would have that been would have me. come later, yeah, maybe. Um, but yeah, I think in that sense, definitely, because I don't. Not many people are in a fortunate position that I talk to that do a similar thing to me, where their parents really get it, yeah, um, or would necessarily support it, yeah, hundred percent, yeah, um. So yeah, I would say that. I think other than that, I don't really know, to be honest. Correct answer. <laughs> I don't know if anybody else I don't know if anybody really does. No. I think I just I do. I inspire me. Good. I think I just yeah, I think I just I like to do things differently and do things a bit weird and yeah, I'm I'm I don't know if anyone does, to be honest. As long as I do, that's all right. So you've obviously touched them a bit, but have you got any other dreams touched and goals who? touched on it oh. about your dreams? I thought you said and your touched goals? them. <laughs> I think you I'll did. Touch them. You've obviously touched them Three. a bit. <laughs> touched on them. <laughs> who have all I right, touched? Alan the alien. This alien is stopping me saying the right thing. You've obviously touched on them a bit. Yes. Dreams and goals. Yes. Have you got any others that you haven't mentioned? Any other major plans or? I don't know. I would like to just have less anxiety, generally speaking. Mm. I don't think there's any specific things that I would like to do there, to be honest. But would just like to 
be able to do whatever I want to do. Um, I think, to be honest, I think most of my goals anxiety-related aren't for me, <laughs> to be honest. Right. I think they'd make other people happy more than they'd make me happy. Yeah. So I think that's yeah, why I, that. I just am a bit, yeah, don't really mind, to be honest. Um, no, just being again happy and having mm. more time to do I, I like being able to do whatever i want to do when i want to do it basically yeah if you want to sit on the sofa in your tracky bottoms having more choice is the thing that yeah. i would like yeah in all areas yeah that's quite a nice thing to want actually to be able to have more choice. Yeah, and that's what the anxiety is about at the end of the day. It stops me having certain choices at the moment. Yeah. Because it holds me back from things. Yeah. So I think in terms of business, in terms of that, in terms of just everything, I just want to have more choice. Yeah. Yeah. So if you had a message for anyone listening, like some words of wisdom or a quote, is there anything that, that springs to mind? Just fucking pull a quote out of your ass, Lauren. Just, just do Um. Yeah, but sometimes you live by certain quotes, don't you? I actually have one tattooed on me, but I'm... <laughs> that's, yeah, that's no, I, I, I still, but I still believe the one that's tattooed on me. It's about creating your own destiny and not allowing other things to just happen to you mm-hmm. and to just and to do what you want. And I still definitely believe that. I think, yeah, I just think it's hard because I come from like, and I'm very, very aware of it and I talk about it a lot with clients and stuff, that I am incredibly privileged. And so a lot of the decisions I make while I say, just do it, it's like, yeah, but I've also also always had enough stability around me to be able to do things. And I'm very aware of that. But I do also think if you can do something, just do it. Yeah. Don't don't just talk about it for years if the possibility is there. Yeah. Or if you can make the possibility be there. Yeah. Even yeah. if it's not actually there. Yeah. Um, Like there's a, there's an, I've been very lucky in terms of not having to work alongside this for a very long time. Whereas my coach earns more money than I do. And she works three days a week in a restaurant, but that's okay. She's making it happen for herself. She's doing incredibly well, but it's, she's made it possible. Yeah. Without that security that I've, that I've got. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So is there anything we haven't covered that you'd like to say about today? I don't think so. I think just get on with it and do it. Yeah, just I think we um, I think we're taught to want stability and security and things and I totally all of those things are incredibly valid but I also just think if your stability and your security bores the shit out of you, <laughs> yeah. then what's the point of it? We're a long time dead. But this the, the main saying is life's too short, but I always think life's too long as well. If you're unhappy, mm. it's a long life. It's a lot of years to be working in a job you don't like or be in a marriage you don't like or have kids you don't like. <laughs> You can't get rid of that. Well, <laughs> oh, try. Um, but yeah, it's yeah, you're a long time alive, so you've got to try and make the best of the time that we do have. I agree. I think I've just always been incredibly stubborn in terms of not putting up with stuff anyway, 
And I realise not everybody's like that. Um, and people do stay for a long time in things that they don't enjoy. And they're like, oh, well, it's just a job. The weekends come in, like, whatever yeah. else. But Well, it's, a, it's an easier situation in a way oh, for it's... most people. However, you always say it's not the easy solution for you. I think it depends, though, because I don't think there's anything wrong with that either. Like, my partner Steve, for example, he, he'd he be so stressed every day if he did what I did. <laughs> he likes that it's stable and he is a money warrior. And but he didn't settle. He went. He changed a complete. He did completely. Change, what three years ago? Two years ago? Absolutely. And I think it is. It, it that's his equivalent. But he also had you backing him and saying, "Life, life's for living. Oh, Get on with it. Be happy. You're driving me mental." I'm not sure he'd done otherwise. No, I that's think... what I mean. Because he he had your attitude behind him, giving them the push to do it. Yeah. But it was still a massive but move for him. Some people that that security and that stability is the thing that they enjoy as well and yeah, i think course. that's the that's the there's no judgment nobody's better or worse for having their own business working nine to five not working at all like no you just have to do whatever you want to do and i think that's a mixture of the those things i think there's no right way and i think actually in business the business world there's a lot of shame around people that do work yes um like they're failing like they're failing or that they're not there yet or that they're not just that you're you're brainwashed into thinking that's the right way of living or whatever but ultimately it, it, it's just crap to be honest it's toxic both ends of the spectrum mm. because you fall into that trap of everyone saying well you should want the other side of things yeah yeah and it's just rubbish but i i mean i've worked with people that absolutely love their jobs and have got no intention of ever leaving but still want to have their own business and it's just finding something that works for you yeah yeah so if people want to find out more about you where can they find you? Instagram mainly. Right. Um, LaurenApril.co. Or my website is also the same. Cool. Because people might want to learn a bit more. And especially if they're in business and want some help and stuff. Yeah. So anyway, thank you for coming on. Right. I mean, it's a bit weird getting you to introduce yourself at the beginning and stuff, seeing yeah. as though I've known you for 31 years. You have. You've known me the longest. I have. Have. Funny that. Yeah. Anyway, thank you for coming on and um yeah, see you later. If you've got this far and you're still listening, thank you so so much. But seriously, who knew we'd learn that today? If you've enjoyed this episode, please rate and review where you listen to your podcasts and follow me on social media where you can hear about upcoming episodes and also find out where to buy But Seriously Who Knew, my book all about my cancer experiences, plus a bit more. <laughs>